the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. The bar just keeps getting lower. And you wonder how low it can go before the people at CNN and MSNBC are capable of embarrassing themselves. Um, Nobody would have been surprised at the amount of coverage that the indictment of Donald Trump got from those two outlets yesterday. And they were celebrating, which is also what you would expect. And by the way, Fox News, you know, the network that's so biased that it's uh, not considered a real news network by liberals, also covered it. Uh, How could they not? It's a huge story and great TV. But do you want to know what else was part of the story? The reaction from the first former president and presidential candidate ever to be indicted. And everybody knew that Donald Trump was going to give his reaction. But Rachel Maddow of MSNBC threw journalism out the window and told her audience that she was doing him a favor by doing it. I need to say that former President Trump has just started uh, making public remarks, just as he did on the evening of his first arraignment on criminal charges. That was April, when he was booked on 34 felony counts brought by the state of New York. Now tonight, after his arraignment on federal felony charges, he's speaking again, this time to an audience of his supporters that's gathered for a a campaign fundraiser tonight at his his golf club and summer home in New Jersey. Um, We knew heading into this that he was planning to make these remarks. We are prepared for his pre-fundraiser remarks tonight to again be essentially a Trump campaign speech. Because of that, we do not intend to carry these remarks live. Um, As we have said before in these circumstances, there is a cost to us as a news organization to knowingly broadcast untrue things. We are here to bring you the news. It hurts our ability to do that if we live broadcast what we fully expect in advance to be a litany of lies and false accusations, no matter who says them. And I do not say this with any glee. I hope it is clear that this is not a glib decision. We take our responsibilities seriously. We revisit decisions like this all the time. We make the best call that we can in real time, every time. But tonight, our call is this. We will monitor that speech by the newly indicted former president. We will not carry his remarks live. If he says anything newsworthy, we promise we will Turn that right around and bring it back to you. What a hot, steaming pile of horse manure. This is the same person who was perfectly happy to promote lots of untruths about the Russia collusion hoax night after night. And, by the way, never apologized for any of it. Jake Tapper at CNN did his audience the same favor last night and refused to run Trump's comments. They have no shame. We'll talk about this with our media ethics expert, Jeffrey McCall, when we come back. And then in our second half hour, we're going to talk to Walt Heyer. He's a man who transitioned to a woman and back again 30 years ago and has been pushing back against the transgender insanity ever since. We'll talk to him about polls showing that the American people might be starting to push back in big numbers. Stick around. Guys, if you're frustrated with online dating, give Pittsburgh Singles a try. If you're between 38 and 43, single, Christian, educated, and family-oriented, Pittsburgh Singles has two particular VIP women you might want to meet. These beautiful, educated, local Christian women are looking for the same thing you are, the possibility of forever love with someone who shares their faith and values. Could that be you? Take three easy steps to find out with Pittsburgh's premier matchmaking service at pittsburgh-singles.com. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's Pragertopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years, and it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same 
email from Alan Estrin that I receive every night about the most important issues to read about. Pregatopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free Pregatopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager. Pregatopia Unlimited. Go to Pregatopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Hi, I'm Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does JMD waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And... By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And JMD waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY. JMD waterproofing. 1-800-VERY-DRY. Hey, did you know only six states still have an inheritance tax? Unfortunately, Pennsylvania is one of them. This is John Steigerwald. You know, lucky for you, you've got Abernethy and Hagerman there in your corner. I know Jay Hagerman. I've talked with him and his team. And trust me, they know you've worked hard for your money. And they know how to help ensure it gets to the ones you love. Protect what you've spent your life working for. Keep more of what's yours. With Abernethy and Hagerman, visit a-h.law. Attention Medicaid patients. If you're on Medicaid, how would you like if your caretaker was your daughter, your son, your grandchild, or your close friend? If you're on Medicaid, Freedom Care allows you to choose who provides your care, and that caregiver will get paid instantly after their shift. Yes, your caregiver will get paid instantly, and it's 100% free to you if you are on Medicaid. Call 412-455-8465 and ask Freedom Care how to get started with care today. No more worrying about getting care from an aide at an agency. Freedom Care helps you choose who you want to take care of you, and that person gets paid. Call Freedom Care at 412-455-8465. That's 412-455-8465 to get started today. You get a caregiver you know and trust, and they get paid instantly after their shift, and it's free to you. Start now by calling 412-455-8465. That's 412-455-8465. Or go to FreedomCare.com. Freedom Care. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, the media keep topping themselves. Uh, We played you the soundbite from Rachel Maddow saying that MSNBC wouldn't be carrying Donald Trump's speech live last night because he might say things that they have decided are not true. CNN said the same thing, and there are a lot more examples of them beclowning themselves. Jeffrey McCall is a professor of communications at DePaul University, a media critic for The Hill, a regular visitor to this show, and he joins us now. And uh, as usual, Jeff, thanks for doing it. Uh, You're welcome. Great to be with you, John. So this seems like a new policy, Jeff, uh, deciding in advance that a presidential candidate is going to be saying things that aren't true and then sparing your audience from hearing him and then acting like you're doing them a favor. Well, that's very condescending to your audience to assume that they can't figure out for themselves fact from fiction. And also, if that's going to be their new standard, then they probably shouldn't put on any speeches by uh, the uh, Biden press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, because every time she takes the podium, there's something she says that later turns out to not be true. So I really think that uh, they're being very presumptuous to think that they're the truth police for us and that we can't watch a program or listen to a political speech and sort out for ourselves what's truth and what's not. And it really comes off that these news people, uh, like Rachel Maddow, but but she's not the only one, are very pompous and uh, self-aggrandizing. And it's one thing for Rachel Maddow to do it. She's clearly a commentator. She's clearly a partisan when she's on her program, and everybody kind of knows that. Uh, it disturbs me actually even more when I see that coming out of the programs that are supposed to be more straight news, like the CBS Evening News or uh, you know the uh, Lester Holt program on NBC at 6.30. Those are supposed to be news programs, and you see almost as bad a commentary out of there 
as you do from the people who are labeled commentators. Is, is not listening to the speech and then analyzing it laziness or just blatant bias, do you think? Oh, I think both? it's blatant bias. I mean, I, I mean, it'd be easier to actually put it on. It'd fill yeah, airtime right. for them. So, I mean, if they were lazy, they'd put it on and then just afterwards, you know, run their mouth about it a little bit. Uh, but I think it's, it's, it's clearly biased. They're, they're wanting to prevent people from hearing another side of an argument. And, I mean, let's face it, in those societies or those regimes where you have only one side of arguments pre- presented, you end up with despotism and you end up with propaganda. And that's contrary to the open marketplace of discussion you know, that our, our nation was founded on. I, it, it's disturbing to have to say that on Flag Day of all days. Yeah, right. But, I mean, the, the nation was founded on the ability to settle things by debate and to let all the points of view out there. Now, they don't have to agree with Trump, but everything Trump says is not necessarily false. I mean, it may be that he says some things that are false, uh, and, you know, we've, we've pointed that out over the years, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's, he's hardly the first politician to have ever stepped forward and said something that was uh, off the rails, so to speak. But you, you tune in to CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, and when she was talking about the indictments uh, for uh, former President Trump, she was using words like, oh, this is very grave, this is a devastating indictment, it's mm-hmm. breathtaking. And I mean, those are really subjective words. And George Stephanopoulos, of all people, who's clearly an advocate and worked in the Clinton administration as an operative, you know, he's droning on about, oh, no one is above the law, and the former president has been impeached twice. And I'm thinking, yeah, but you need to put in context. Okay, he was impeached twice. They were both, they were basically bogus impeachments that he beat both times. And so Stephanopoulos doesn't go anywhere with that direction. And Lester Holt on NBC, you know, started his story about the Trump indictments by saying, this is stunning. I'm thinking, don't tell us that. Just tell us that he was indicted. We can decide if it's stunning yeah. or breathtaking or devastating or whatever. And, that, and you know, what's interesting is, you, you, you know this, and we've talked about this before, media credibility is in decline, and poll after poll shows that, that the public is turning its back on the traditional establishment media because they don't trust them enough. And one of the key reasons they say is that they don't like it when the newscasters blend the news with their own personal analysis and commentary. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's different when you've got, you know, Laura Ingram on Fox News doing her analysis. We know that's a commentator kind of show. We know that's an analysis show. But you don't see this kind of same thing on, like, Brett Baer's program with Special Report, and we shouldn't be seeing it on the NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt either. Yeah, and should we expect that this... Um philosophy will be applied to anything coming from the Democrats going forward. You know, now that the, uh, the precedent for protecting their audience from untruths has been established. Well, yeah, and I mean, let's face it. Think of how many times they have run sound clips on the, the establishment media outlets of Joe Biden, you know, saying just flat out, I've never discussed business yeah. dealings with my hunter. And I'm thinking, okay, that just goes well beyond even the, the, the prospect of, of plausibility. I mean, nobody believes that with a straight face. But they keep putting, oh, Joe, Joe Biden, you know, there's the accusations, but he's never discussed his business dealings with Hunter. Like, hey, n- let's face it, nobody believes that. Mm-hmm. Well, meanwhile, uh, according to the, the people at Newsbusters, and I should remind everybody that if you don't now, you should uh, always check out newsbusters.org. Uh, because they they actually keep score, and they do it by watching television and uh, just watching the media, and they are tabulating facts about how things are covered. And last Thursday, according to Newsbusters, when the indictment story broke, uh, on the same day that the Republicans revealed that the FBI may have audio tapes of Joe and Hunter Biden being bribed of, of f- for $5 million each, ABC, CBS, and NBC, according to Newsbusters, over the next four days, devoted 291 minutes to the uh, Trump indictment story and zero minutes to the Biden story. Does it get any worse than that? Well, that's a pretty clear indication of what's going on. And, uh, and I'm sure your, your listeners know 
because if they ever go to the CNN website or the New York Times or ABC.com or whatever, they'll see the absence of that kind of reporting. And the sad thing here is these news organizations, I mean, on one hand, they can say, hey, the Trump indictment is a really big deal. And, you know, it's news. I'm not denying that. It is news that needs to be covered. But what they're suggesting here is that they can't do two stories at one time. And they need to be covering the Trump thing, but they also need to be covering uh, the, the, the allegations. And I'm going to continue to say they're allegations of Biden. But it's news that those allegations are being made. And they are being made by people who are responsible uh, congressmen. I mean, let's face it, Chuck Grassley has a long reputation uh, as a senator from Iowa as being a pretty even-handed, fair-minded guy who has tried to work across the aisle at very t- various times. And if Grassley's standing up and saying, I've got concerns about these audio tapes, I think there's some legitimacy there, somebody ought to be covering that as news. Even if it's not at the same proportion as the Trump indictment, it still needs to be covered. And, what, and, and the fact that they won't cover that is just clearly a sense that they continue to run interference, the establishment media, they don't want anybody to know about that sort of thing. And, you know, fa- frankly... People who listen to your show or people who might watch Fox News or Newsmax, uh, they will know that this is out there. But think of all the people in the world out there who only watch NBC in the evening and, you know, before their local weather maybe or before a ball game or something like that. They won't even know that these allegations are being made about Biden or that there might be audio tapes confirming that Hunter and Joe were taking bribes. They're just oblivious, and I think that's the saddest thing about this problem here that we're talking about, this journalism of omission, is that we've got a segment of our population that is unaware of an important matter that should affect how they would vote on any upcoming election. Yeah, it's interesting. You just reminded me of something. Uh, In the first year that I was on the air here, I was working for um, an all-news station, uh, KQV, which is no longer, doesn't exist anymore, the station that's just gone, but it was a big station at the time. It was all news, and we used to uh, suffer in the ratings because KDKA was a world-famous station and, and was had done such a great job of promoting itself as the voice of Pittsburgh and blah, blah, blah. And I remember there was a, a, a big story where there was an explosion at the University of Pittsburgh and some kids, I believe, got killed, uh, you know, and it was in some kind of a, a classroom building or something like that, and it was just breaking. And KQV had broken it, and it was a, you know, people were calling, and they were panic-stricken because they were wondering if maybe their kid was involved in it. And I actually answered the phone, and somebody said, is that true about the story at Pitt? I said, yes, it is, unfortunately. And they said, well, I haven't heard anything on KDKA about it yet. So in other words, it didn't happen yet until, you know, we were at an all-news station that was doing a good job of covering a story, and it kind of what you just described there kind of reminds me of it. If people only listen to one outlet, they're oblivious to what's going on. And that was a news story, you know, a, yeah. a, a tragic news story. Yeah, we should not underestimate the power of media outlets to establish an agenda for their audience. Mm-hmm. And for people who only get their news from one or two places, their agenda is narrower than the people who get news from a multiple uh, list of sources. And I I always encourage people, don't rely on any one place or even two or three places for your news if you want to be well-informed. If you want to be well-informed, you need to get around a little bit and challenge yourself to look at some news sites that maybe you wouldn't normally uh, visit. But if nothing else, it will give you a different perspective on the same stories. Mm -hmm. But uh, these, these establishment media outlets, surprisingly, uh, or maybe maybe not surprisingly, all seem to have the same agenda in mind. And that's the weird thing, is NBC, CBS, CNN, New York Times, they're pretty much all on the same playbook. And their agenda is narrow, and they're doing a disservice to us because they're not helping expand the range of ideas or topics with which we should be paying attention. And again, if you look at Fox News, for example, and how much they cover the, cri- the crisis, and I would call it a crisis, at the border. And compare that to how often CNN covers anything going on at the border. You will find out that Fox is giving us a, a better, more robust portrayal of that crisis down there. Because if you're watching CNN, you probably think, oh, yeah, maybe a few people are coming across the border, but it can't be that big of a deal because Mayorkas told us that there's no problem down there. 
Yeah, right. Well, um, and Fox is widely considered the biased network by everybody in the non-Fox television media and also by Democrats who are not shy about just coming out and saying so, that they don't – that Fox is – is uh, do is, is fake news and and uh, disseminating f- untruths, but somehow Fox managed to do both of those stories. Yeah, how yeah. how is that? Well, I must say that within the hierarchy of Fox, I I'm sure they understand, you know, how their bread is getting buttered. Mm-hmm. But I also think they have a, a some sort of commitment within there to try to say, look, we want to reach as wide an audience as possible. And it is worth noting that Fox has a lot more independents tuned in there than CNN or MSNBC do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, if you throw, throw away the right-leaning people and the left-leaning people and just say, where are the independents going? They're kind of making up their mind to say, hey, you know, if we want to get a broader news agenda, better try out Fox a little bit here. And, uh, and I know Fox has had its rating struggles in the aftermath of the Tucker Carlson thing. But it's still, if you look at their news shows, now again, I'm, I'm kind of leaving out their commentary shows in the evening, but right, if you look yeah, at their news shows, things, yeah. the ones with Martha McCallum, you know, the one with John Roberts, the one with Brett Baer, uh, people like that, their news shows are pretty well balanced. The, the Harris Faulkner program in the morning is a pretty balanced look at a, a wide range of topics. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm old enough to remember that it was the discovery of some tapes, speaking of tapes and audio tapes, that changed everything on the Watergate story, and it was the end of Nixon within weeks, if not days. It's it's just uh, mind blowing to me that that possibility could be out there and it could be ignored. Not not uh, it'd be one thing if they want to uh, uh, trash uh, the Republicans for bringing it up without proof or whatever they want to do, but to ignore the story is just beyond belief. Yeah, well, and you know this this means that the Republicans in Congress who are going to try to get this into the agenda somewhere, have to recognize that they're fighting an uphill, uphill battle. They're going to have to use means of getting this information out other than through the, the establishment media. And it can't just be right-leaning media like Newsmax or talk radio or whatever. They're going to have to find other strategies to do that. And I would think that McCarthy and McConnell and their people should be trying to figure out how do we get this messaging out there and get it to the people and bypass the establishment media. And I, I don't know if they're up to the task, frankly. They, they might not. Uh, finishing up here with Jeffrey McCall, professor of communications at DePaul University, media critic for The Hill. Got about a minute left. I'm just curious, um, um, uh, Jeff, how do you think the Bill Clinton-Monica Lewinsky scandal would have been covered by the people who are running these networks today? <laughs> you know, that's an interesting thing because everybody talks you know, if you listen, listen to the left-leaning media, they're all concerned, oh, oh, Trump's a liar, and, you know, Trump's a cad, and stuff like that. I'm thinking, okay, I know he goes off the rails, and I know he has a shady reputation and whatnot, but let's face it, Bill Clinton had his own issues with telling the truth as well, not to mention uh, his uh, personal problems, mm-hmm. and the media treated him with kid gloves for a long time, uh, and, you know, he won two terms, and he's still celebrated in Democratic circles. Oh, they love even him. After, even after all the Me Too movements and everything. Yeah, they love him. So uh, I just think the me- I'd, I'd really love to know how the people who are running it now would approach a, show, a story like that, because that's one you, you can't ignore. But I keep thinking you can't ignore these other ones, and they continue to ignore them. And we'll continue to bring you on, Jeff, to talk, uh, talk about it. I really appreciate it every time you come on. Thanks. I look forward to the next time, too. All right, man. Uh, Jeff McCall, professor of communications at DePaul University. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Federal Reserve kept its key interest rate unchanged after having raised it 10 straight times to combat high inflation. But in a surprise move, the Fed signaled it may raise rates twice more this year. The Fed's move to leave its benchmark rate at about 5.1% suggests it believes the much higher borrowing weights have made some progress in taming inflation. Secretary of State Blinken traveling to China this weekend, part of the Biden administration's push to repair deteriorating ties between Washington and Beijing. The trip initially was planned for earlier this year, but was postponed. That's after the shootdown of what the U.S. said was a Chinese spy balloon over the U.S.
On Wall Street, the Dow is down 212 points, but the Nasdaq is up 11. This is SRN News. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master. Dr. Sebastian Gorka is on Team Trump. If you support anyone except President Trump, it means that you're fine with political persecution based upon the fact that he's got an R after his name. I don't want to live in that America, and I would hope you don't too. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The answer. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow, and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is by Buy one, get one free with promo code STAG. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 to get your MyPillow 2.0. Knows now. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250. The Answer. Weather. Mainly clear and cool tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 49. Clouds and sun tomorrow with thunder shower and spots in the afternoon. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 77. Low clouds tomorrow night. We'll see a couple of showers and a thunderstorm in the evening, followed by a brief late night shower or two, the low 57. Clouds and sun for Friday with a thunder shower. Hazy skies can return as well, the high 71. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. We had Walt Heyer on as a guest on this show for the first time about four years ago. He's the author of Trans Life Survivors and went through a transition and lived as a woman for eight years before detransitioning back way back in 1991. He's helped thousands of people who have had to deal with that same situation through his website, sexchangeregret.com. And he joins us now. Walt, thanks for coming back on. I appreciate it. Yes, John, it's great to be on. Thanks for inviting me. So um, a lot has happened with the transgender movement since we had you on the first time, uh, obviously. But where is the movement right now? And if you were to have, if I would have asked you for a prediction four years ago, would you have predicted where we are now? No, I don't think I would have. I, I think it's, um, you know, now they're focusing on children as the adults who had this surgery are now coming out and showing a great deal of uh, regret. And so um, it's shifted because when I first was on with you, it was mostly adults and now it's shifted to kids, which 
I don't think anybody could have ever imagined that they were going to do this to kids. And I think this is why we're, we're seeing a big pushback. You know, it's fine if you're an adult, you want to destroy your life. That's one thing. But to do this to kids, no. That's, people are really beginning to fight back and object to it. Yeah, there has been some polling recently um, that shows people may be pushing back, especially on the issue of males competing against uh, females in sports. So uh, you have sensed that, uh, even without these polls, that, that, that maybe it's, it's starting to turn the tide a little bit? Well, I think it definitely is. I, I think uh, people who look at this, you know, they know that there's only two genders. Mm-hmm. The fact of the matter is most people are afraid to say anything because they're going to get annihilated or they're going to be called a transphobe or whatever words are going to be used. Mm -hmm. But I think now people are just grown so tired and so fed up with this nonsense, which it really is. Mm -hmm. Um, They're starting to push back. There's, there's just more and more people saying, no, this is not happening. I don't want it to happen to my grandchildren. I don't want it to happen to my, you know, nieces and nephews. I don't want it to happen to my own kids. And I think is the more people that step up and begin to object to this, that we're going to see this thing dwindle off. I mean, there's always going to be adults doing this, John, but I think the most important thing is that we see an end to this happening to children. Yeah, and I think we may have talked about this the last time you were on, that uh, the United States is behind Europe in this now with uh, as far as dealing with kids. Yes, yeah, Europe has shut it down. You know, they're not doing it anymore. I mean, uh, there's several countries in Europe, Sweden. Uh, let's see, I've got it right here. We got the UK, Sweden, Finland, and France have all stopped, completely stopped doing this stuff to kids. They say it's causing too much harm. And Sweden has shown that the more uh, people who have these surgeries are 19 times more likely to commit suicide after changing, going through the hormonal and, and surgical procedures. So um, people, the, the results are starting to sway people because the puberty blockers are causing harm. Did you know the failure to grow, uh, actually grow in height because of puberty blockers, it causes liver damage, mental problems, skeletal damage to the bones, infertility. That's one of the big things that people aren't talking about. These kids will never be able to produce, they'll never be able to be a mom or a dad because they can't produce sperm and they can't, they won't be able to produce babies. And it even causes brain swelling, vision loss in children. Uh, going through puberty, uh, if, if you allow them to go through puberty and not use these drugs, they will actually develop healthy brains and bones. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. That's what we should be doing, right? Right. Well, it, it's it's amazing the power that the movement has um, attained over the last just in the last few years, and much of it is because of what you just said that people are afraid to speak out against it because now you are considered and this is by including people who are in power right now in government you are c- considered mean if you don't uh, listen to your eight year old daughter who says she wants to be a boy and 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 not only listen to her but Go ahead uh, with procedures that you just described. Yeah, does it, is that just like devastating to think about that you're mean if you go against it, but you're not mean if you prevent them from growing up, cause their bodies to have all these difficulties and actually run the risk of them committing suicide by 19 times greater. So, you know, this whole thing is just so upside down. There isn't one child, not one child, who needs hormone blockers. They're not even designed for um, this whole gender stuff. This was done, this medication was for kids whose growth, puberty growth, was started very early, six or seven, and they would use that to slow it down so it would develop naturally. But then these wackos with this whole gender stuff is they decided to use it to try to affect um, more realistic femininity in kids so they could stop their growth hormonally and then fill them full of hormones and make them look more like a female. None of these people are ever going to be females. None of the, the, the females are ever going to be male. This is just we're feminizing boys and we're masculinizing girls. I tell people when I'm speaking at conferences, there are no transgenders. 
Nobody's ever transitioned, and they don't have gender dysphoria. What we have is a lot of children who are being indoctrinated by their parents, the schools, or the Internet into this absolute insane nonsense. Not one person, not Jenner, not anybody has ever changed their gender. I didn't change my gender. I even challenged my surgeon to testify in court that he changed my gender. He has a document in the San Mateo court that says, no, the only thing hormones and surgery can do is neuter you. That's all it does. We're talking to Walt Heyer, uh, who is the author uh, of a, uh, a book called Trans Life Survivors. Also can, uh, is running the, his website, sexchangeregret.com. He um, went through the transition surgery to become a woman many years ago and then uh, lived that way for eight years and then transitioned back in 1991. So when you listen to him, he's uh, speaking of something that he has absolute total experience with. Um, so, uh, well, what do you make of the Dylan Mulvaney phenomenon? Uh, Joe Biden, Biden invited this insane man to the White House to help him celebrate becoming a woman. The president of the United States, I think they might have met in the, in the, in the Oval Office, but he was sitting there meeting with the president. Yeah. Well, people need to understand that the president of the United States is beholden to George Soros. George Soros provide, has a $25 billion war chest. And if George Soros asked Biden or his administration to do something, and then he'll, he'll, it's blackmail. He'll tell him, if you do this, I will give you this amount of money. This is all about getting money in the Democratic coffers. And so we got George Soros and others that are blackmailing the Democrats and Biden in particular into introducing this nonsense into, you know, you see it at the White House. Are you kidding me? And it's this is and the fact of the matter is Mulvaney hasn't even had any of the uh, the surgical thing. No, uh, Mulvaney's still a man. He's an actor. He's an actor and he's making boatloads of money off of it. Mm-hmm. And people it's, it's just beyond belief. Um, it is. I mean, when you think about you know, the president of the United States is getting duped, totally <laughs> duped. By these individuals, Biden is so unbelievable that he doesn't understand there's only two genders. So this is as whacked as it can be. And over the weekend, they had a Pride Day at the White House, uh, and one of the partiers there exposed his breast implants. He claims to be a woman now, but so he has female-looking breasts, and he took his shirt off and was flashing them, and that video went viral. Uh, I'm just, I'm just wondering. This is at the White House. Uh, could they? Could that have been a shark jumping moment, possibly? I think a lot of people looked at that. Now, you take the independents and certainly the people on um, my side of the aisle who are believers in Jesus Christ. They look at that and go, "I don't want any part of." It. They have just totally, it's you know, dehumanized uh, our whole system of men and women. In government, we got uh, the president of the United States advocating for this stuff. It's horrible. And I'll tell you something that a lot of people don't know. You know who makes a lot of fun of us? And people aren't going to like me saying this, but it's a fact. Putin over there. Oh, yeah. He goes on and on about, man, how dumb are those Americans? They think these people are changing genders. He knows more about this than than Biden does. <laughs> You know, there's a story just this past weekend. And when you think about this, it's it's this is the kind of stuff that drives me crazy, Walt, that anybody looks at this and then makes the argument they make. A man uh, ran raced in a bicycle race against women in a women's event. OK, and yeah. he won. He didn't just win. He won by five minutes. So, I mean, think about that. You start off on a race of any kind. I don't care what it is, the tortoise and the hare. You start off with a race, and somebody wins by five minutes. And when it's over, they give them $5,000, and they say, if you think there's something wrong with this, there's something wrong with you. He had no advantage because he's a man. Five minutes. He be, he had, he, it was the literal um, transition, uh, um, the, the literal, literal, it was literally coasting to a win. He was on a bicycle. Five right. minutes. And, and they, well, they, they say it with a straight face. Well, how stupid can we be 
to believe that if a guy identifies as a woman, he becomes a woman. <laughs> how, I mean, this is this is how insane we've become. And I think this is why we're beginning to see people push back and say, this is wrong. You know, I've been on uh, the set with Riley Gaines, mm-hmm. who was beat in swimming. Uh, I've been on set with many of these individuals. They're making some great headways. None of these men, they're destroying women's sports. And, um, you know, you never see a female who becomes a male competing in male sports, do you? No. But well, <laughs> get annihilated. This is the thing. It's it's such an obvious thing. I don't know if there's anything in my life. I've been around a while. I don't know if there's anything in my life that is more stupid than this. I, 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 uh, I you have people make the argument. Listen, there's no way that a man is has an advantage over women in sports. And then, by the way, let's have a bike race. The guy wins by five minutes, and they they don't accept that as proof that they're wrong. They they they, they expect you to. Like, you're a bad person if you don't dismiss what you just saw and agree with them. It's just beyond insane. Yeah, well, you know, there's there's racing that I used to do where the, you would handicap somebody you yeah. knew had an advantage, yeah. and you'd let the other people take off early. Yeah. And so if if this guy wants to race, then he should be he should start 10 minutes later than the girls. Yeah, but here's what happened after the race. Again, this is – I don't want to go off on making spending too much time on this, but – this is just a uh, an example of how insane it's become. They did an interview with the guy after he won, and they let him go on about how well I really worked hard, and um, you know I had to keep pushing. And he it was sounded like an actual uh, a man who had just won a race against men, and right. it, 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 he says that, and people are nodding their head as he's saying it. People who know oh something about sports are, are, are it's, <laughs> and so I think it is. Uh, be- it is becoming or close to shark jumping time because of stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think more and more people are beginning to look at this and they don't like this being shoved down their throat all uh, throughout this whole thing. I mean, this is just, um, and, and we're seeing more people who used to uh, identify men who used to identify as women coming back and saying, I regret it. Mm-hmm. We're having, I mean, there's a slew of regretters. And if, any of your listeners don't believe me about regret, you can go to a website called r slash dtrans at Reddit, and there's about 50,000 people on that site that regretted doing it. One site. Wow. And you're 50,000. Have you noticed an increase in, in traffic to your website, uh, sexchangeregret.com? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. More. The more surgeries they do, the more regret. That we see. Was well, there a common? Um, uh, uh, is 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 that usually a, the same amount of time that passes after the transition surgery that they begin to have regrets, or does that vary quite a bit? It varies tremendously. I've had them contact me three weeks after surgery. I've had them contact me thirty years after surgery. The bulk of the people have regrets somewhere between five and fifteen years. And what do you tell them? Do you, you tell them what you did, and and how do you fix it? Or tried to. Yeah, well, I always ask them, so tell me why you did this. Mm-hmm. And and they can, every one of them that I've worked with has been able to identify something that happened to them. They were sexually molested. They Their father abandoned them. Their mother was an alcoholic or dad was in, incarcerated or they were shipped around from foster home to foster home. They just did not like who they were. And uh, the vast majority of them had some sexual abuse. And when I tell them, you know, that's what's known as adverse childhood experiences, and you needed a trauma therapist and not a gender therapist. And when we get them to a trauma therapist, they I, I can tell you I've had one individual, he suffered for 60 years, he contacted me, and within a three-week period of time, he was completely relieved of his issues about identifying as a female once he got into the trauma therapy because his, he's, when he was 13, his mom was an alcoholic and he would chase his, her, um, his dad around the house with a knife trying to kill him. And so he witnessed that at 13. That's trauma. He never dealt with the trauma. When I got to talk to him, he was in his 70s. And so we got him to a trauma therapist. Boom. He, he had 60 years of suffering he never needed to do. There isn't one person that needs hormones. Not one person needs surgery. The vast majority of them 
are suffering from some identifiable trauma issue. They're called ACEs. There's 10 specific ACEs. Either that, or they're addicted to pornography because of the internet, or they're doing it because their friends are doing it. We call it social contagion. The three basic things, social contagion, internet indoctrination, or they suffered from some adverse childhood experience. We're talking to Walt Heyer. He's the uh, author of Trans Life Survivors, and he also uh, went through the transition uh, from a woman, a man to woman and back again way back in 1991. Um, and he's been helping thousands of people uh, deal with the same situation through his website, which you can check out at sexchangeregret.com. I have to ask you this every time I have you on, Walt, and, and I think it's more important now based on what's been happening lately. I have about a minute left here. What yeah. what should parents be told here? Because they're but the media and the government included are are telling them that if your eight year old girl uh, is playing with or your five year old girl is playing with trucks, maybe you should have think about having him uh, having her transition to a boy. I mean, it's out there. Well, what should those people do? Well, first off, all parents need to understand: kids are curious. Being mm-hmm. curious does not mean you had gender dysphoria or you need hormones. Mm-hmm. Kids naturally will uh, look at what, uh, you know, the opposite gender is doing. That's just normal development. What isn't normal is to tell them they can change genders, putting a boy in a dress or telling a girl should become a boy. That is institutionalized child abuse. Parents, you're abusing your children emotionally and psychologically if you affirm them in a different gender. I know because it happened to me. Believe me, it will destroy their life and you'll regret doing it. Walt, always good to have you on. Uh, Exactly what I wanted to hear today, and I hope to have you on again. Thanks. You bet. Thanks, John. All right, that's Walt Heyer, and he's considered a bad guy by people who disagree with him. I'll be right back. This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. Hey, are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Well, my friend Mike Lindell has created the perfect solution. This is John Stagerwald. Mike didn't just stop at the pillow. He also created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets made from the world's best cotton called Giza. These sheets are ultra soft and breathable yet extremely durable. And now for a limited time, you can get 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets with prices starting as low as $29.98. These sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code STAG at checkout. You can also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper and MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Call 800-716-8087 or go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code STAG. Remember, this sale won't last forever, so don't miss out. If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert 
convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, got about a minute and a half left here. Um, I think it was on Monday I ran the soundbite of Daniel Penny. That's the former Marine who was uh, charged with manslaughter, I believe it was, in the death of uh, Jordan Neely, a drug-addled, um, insane person, homeless person on a subway. Um, well, the story coming uh, down right now is that, uh, and I, I played the soundbite because the guy made, of course, 100% perfect sense and described what happened and uh, in, 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 as someone who actually, you know, was there and participated in the event. And uh, I asked, does this guy sound like someone who should be charged with uh, manslaughter or murder or whatever it is they end up charging him with? Well, this, uh, this is coming out just now. Daniel Penny, the former Marine charged in the alleged chokehold death of Jordan Neely, has reportedly been indicted. The exact charges in the indictment are currently unknown. ABC News reported citing unnamed law enforcement sources. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office charged Penny with second-degree manslaughter in mid-May after he allegedly held Neely in a chokehold after Neely purportedly acted erratically on a New York subway train. Of course, the, um, the uh, Neely's family is out there trying to make some money out of this. And they're saying it's clear that he is the one, Denny's the one who acted with indifference, both at the time he killed Jordan and now in his first public message, he deserves to be in prison. This is where we are, and the Democrats, you can bet, are going to double down on this stupidity. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the Yellow Van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.